So good to be here in the carpool honcho. My name's Dean from the Crate Flexible Office Space. I'm Rory from Naked Marketing. And today's very exciting guest, the carpool honcho in the front seat today is Martin Newcom from Techno Gym. Yeah. Hey, hey, how you doing? Woo. So good to have you, man. Oh, great to be here. We are going to have an inspirational time in the car today, I guarantee it. So, are you ready? Let's get started. Oh, yeah. Today's podcast is driven by our friends at Albany Toyota. And we are fed by our mates at Sal's Pizza. And our tunes are brought to you from the, the Sound Store. So, Mark, tell us what song gets you revving in the morning, mate. I tell you, one of my all-time favourites is Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, oh, Fleetwood Mac, oh, yeah. mate. Yeah, 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 past it. Tributes, you know, that kind of show. We could do Beautiful. it, boys. Yeah. I reckon. So, Mark, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background because, man, you've got a super interesting story to tell us, eh? Well, how far back would you like us to go? <laughs> I mean, we, we could touch on whatever. Not that old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, back in the 1800s? No. <laughs> well, well no. Oh, you know what? I'd love to touch, get straight into and talk a little bit about your dad. Yeah. Okay. What a legend of a legend. Let's right. go back that far. Well, many of you may not know, my dad's uh, name was Kim Newcomb, and uh, he was a Kiwi born here on the North Shore, a local, local guy, um, great mechanic, and he ended up following his dream and passion, and in his uh, early 20s with my mum, they moved to Europe and uh, with motorcycling and wow. ended up uh, racing in what's called MotoGP now. Jeez. And uh, he was the first New Zealander to lead the world championship. Uh, he built his own motorbike. It's a fantastic story, but at 29 years of age, he uh, crashed at Silverstone in England and ended up uh, dying uh, um, wow. from, from the injuries he sustained there. And, um, and you were how old? I was only four years of age. Wow, tragic. And, wow. uh, and I guess when you have adversity like that, you can look at it one of two ways. You could use it as a, you know, a reason for not doing well or yeah. use it as motivation for getting on with your life. And, mm -hmm. I, and I really thought to myself, well, he had some great DNA. To 29 years of age to have achieved so much in such a short time, I thought, man, if I can tap into that and, you know, help to achieve my own success. That is so job. cool. Yeah. And you were four when your dad passed away. Is that right? Yeah, only four. Only four. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched um, your dad's documentary and, and um, it was parts of a family video or something of your mum talking or, or, or some read-up and your mum said, I will go, is it to Paris? Yeah. I'll go to Paris. I said to your dad, I'll go to Paris as long as we get pregnant. 
And, yeah, and you, were, you were the result of that. And, and if you want to know a wild story, I was actually <laughs> conceived in a tent Shut up. in a boat race under the Eiffel Tower. Oh, I'm not going to remember. I think they must have been celebrated after the race win. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so oh, there we go. Right, you are a true champion, mate. Right from the get-go. Yeah. I say I'm partly French. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe you also ride bikes. Is that right? Yeah. Well, today we've got a, a little uh, Techno Gym Vespa that uh, rides yeah, work every now and again. Oh, and uh, Greer on the back. It's, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Nice. Hey, um, just touching on your data set before we move on, because yeah, they... They have recently released an amazing documentary. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can find that on YouTube. Is there a particular kind of title? Yeah, it's called uh, Love, Speed and Loss. Love, Speed and Loss. And it's Kim Newcomb. Yeah, and you can find it on New Zealand. I think it's called New Zealand On Air. Yeah. It's uh, produced it. And uh, they did a revealing of that. You flew to Wellington, took your daughters down there. And uh, you said something really cool in your your speech when they got you to speak. What did you say? It was about living, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, because uh, yeah, my dad, he got just inducted almost 50 years after he passed away. He got inducted into the New Zealand uh, Motorcycle Hall of Fame. Wow. wow. Which wow. I, think, I think is amazing. And, and uh, well, what I said is you only really truly die when people stop talking about you. And I really appreciated that all these, you know, amazing motorcyclists and that were still giving my dad recognition for what he had achieved 50 years ago. And we're still <laughs> so talking good. about him. And so I flew my, my partner and my daughters down there to really, you know, get to see what their granddad had achieved. Oh. And, and it was a real special moment. Yeah. What I love about your story is that you have a story of reinvention. Mm. And um, you talked about the fact that you got that DNA from your dad. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he was an inventor, uh, and I guess a reinventor. You know, mm-hmm. if you're an inventor, you keep reinventing the wheel until you find that winning thing, which obviously he he had done. Yep, yep. Um, so you know, the thing that you've carried that DNA right through to who you are today, and we're going to hear a bit about that story, which is so cool. So yeah, touch a little bit about, about yes, where you started in business and and, uh, and yeah. what that's kind of meant to you. Okay, well. I mean, first of all, I went through university, did a Bachelor of Commerce in Accounting, and when I was still at university, I joined a, a business called Omega Trend, which was a multi-level marketing uh, sort of business, mm-hmm. and, I, and I was studying accounting, and I went along, and, and I got really inspired. You know, they were there, speakers talking about motivation, yes. achieving, and goal setting, and all these things I had never been educated in. I thought, wow, this is a bit of me. Yeah. And so I got, in, got involved, and I just had my 21st birthday. And, um, and, and I loved it and it just gelled well with me. And I built that up over a period of 16 years. Wow. Okay. For the first probably five years part time. And then I ended up, uh, bringing it to New Zealand. I ran the New Zealand, uh, market here and we ended up building up a team over here of 70,000 members. Wow, and, that's um, huge. oh, it was, but the, the whole, um, I guess strength of the organization was the personal development program where yeah. we, read lots of biographies and books, you know, of people who had achieved, gone yeah. through adversity, done yeah. really well and, yeah. you know, just networked with really good people and yeah. and, and it really created a, a base for my entire life of, of just positiveness and seeing mm-hmm. the best in people and the glass half full, you know, yes. that, that sort of mentality. So, yeah, that was right through wow. until when I was uh, 36 and then, unfortunately, the, the whole organisation, <clears throat> actually, if I touch on it, it went from this high lot of achieving to, I don't know if you've ever been there before where you've, everything was great in life, and then all of a sudden you get kicked in the guts mm. and kicked in the guts mm. really big time. Mm. Like I had the, 
in a period of six months went from one thing I was in a motorcycle accident over um, a Woodhill Forest in a race. That, that's ironic though. Huh? That motorcycle accident. Yeah, it was. Well, the interesting thing, my daughter was four years old when I was oh, four years old. Man. I was in a coma for three days. My dad was in a coma for three days. Wow. He died. I managed to survive, which is just a ridiculous coincidence. I'm so glad you said that. I know. Thanks for being your Thanks, mate. But yeah, so um, yeah, and and fortunately, I lived through that. And but then my mum died, who was my mum and dad, three months after that, and then the Megatrim business. Uh, fell over which was like a family as well so it's amazing how you can get so much in such a short period of time and i was, was like six months those those three key yeah, events happened three major events okay. you feel like you you know the carpet's been pulled from within no, mate, how you. do you climb out of that when you when everything starts to go wrong you feel like they say the rug's been pulled and life has been pulled out from underneath you and you're in a pit mm. must have felt like that right how do you get it out of that? very much so it was uh well one of the things i focused on was What's something I could control? And mm. the interesting thing is fitness hadn't really been a big part of my life until then, but I focused on doing a marathon and then doing an Ironman and, wow. and, and building up through that and yes. feeling like feel like you had wins every morning. Yes. And when you get out of bed early and you go for a run with a group of friends or whatever, you feel like, hey, I've already had a win for the day. And then I can rebuild other areas yeah. of my life to really, you know, so, achieve again. So I think a lot of people have gone through similar situations through this COVID um, epidemic that we're going through. Do you think it's just that those little sort of goal settings for yourself that pulled you out of it and, and how what tip can you give our, our listeners um, to try and help themselves do that? Well, well I, I think it was just fe- feeling the winds and so forth and then, you know, it was just really looking for opportunities to be able to think of what, what skills that I had attained through the, the Megatrend journey and what could I apply that to to achieve further success and uh, yeah. and the, the, the second morph, if you like, in, in my life was um, we started a business called Gold Buyers, which was buying gold in shopping malls, which was completely different. I didn't know anything about gold, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, the interesting thing is it went extremely well. And uh, we set up in New Zealand 20 stores in all the major, you know, Westfields and community mm-hmm. income property and uh, A&P malls. Uh, and in our first year, we did 18 million in turnover. Wow. Built, built a team of se- you know, one eight seven, people, one eight million one year. in the first year. Ah, we, we built a team. Startup. I'm going to go into gold. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually amazing. We built a team of 70 full time people in 20 stores throughout wow. the country. And it was, it was but the, probably the, the key thing that enabled us to do it was learning the people skills you know learned in the previous business to be able to apply mm. to the gold business and and the sales skills and and so forth and that would be the advice i would give is to look at what your strengths are mm. yes. and how can you make sure mm. that whatever you're going to do in the future you do at least 80 mm. percent of the time doing what you're really good at what yeah. you love yeah. doing then then as they say you never work a day in your life yeah it's exactly reapply what you love and yeah. what you're good at yeah right? absolutely and, and and it doesn't have to look the same shape right you clearly see that you've gone from a mega trends into now a gold buying business i know there's more after this yeah yeah and, and i guess today as we're starting to see the, the this this interview unfold it's a story of reinvention and how you reinvented yourself but each time you morphed into a different version of Mark, it didn't yeah. look the same, mm-hmm. but you've carried your love, your passion, yep. and your skills that you learned. Have you ever felt regret? Now, have you ever kind of had that thing of, oh man, that fell through, that didn't work out? Even mm-hmm. when the gold business, like 
gold went down, right? The story yeah. is gold went down yep. in value and that kind of stopped. Was there a matter of regret? Like, man, I've wasted uh, my time. Or? Ne- never felt like a wasted time. It's just, you know, thinking of what have I learned? What can I do to, to move on? And Because you'll always go through ups and downs. And as I say, the wind changes direction and you've got to readjust the sail. Yeah. Do you know, but you keep, keep plowing on. And uh, no, because it's only through the tough times that you really reevaluate, you know, Yourself mm. and say what, what's important to me during good times, it's easy, yeah. You know, but yeah, you it's get, during the tough you times that you're lethargic and a bit fat, yeah. really, don't you? Like in the good times, right? Yeah, yeah, you don't kind of it. dig deep and because the thing is, uh, tough times never last, but tough people do, yeah. You know, and it's getting strong in yourself and saying, yes. How can I really move on to the next thing? You, you touched on sport and, and how that pulled you out of this, this slump. How important was getting your body healthy and did that translate to your mind getting healthy yeah. as well? A hundred percent. I found, particularly for me, doing, doing that cardio fitness and all that was mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. it seemed to really get me on a, a really good place every day yeah. and I still do it today. I've been to the gym this morning mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. you know, I've you feel great. Yeah. It's like no matter what else happens in the day, you've already had a win. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that? I I think that is a major principle of success for anybody in life, no matter how successful or not you are right now in this particular season, right, in your life, is find something, just something that you can win at every day. It doesn't have to be massive, right? It doesn't have to be a marathon, but it can be literally getting out of bed early and going for a walk on the beach. You got it. Or going for a half an hour workout, right? Or ringing somebody and just encouraging them. You right? it. made a little yeah. difference. Just yep. a little win each and every day. They add up. Absolutely. Right? And uh, that's 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 what I've taken away from you, mate. That is mm. that is key. Yeah, cool. Beautiful. Awesome. And then there was another business. Ooh. Now, yeah, well, tell, so, us, tell us a little bit about how the, the gold thing folded up. And yeah, well, see, what, see, what, what happened was uh, gold really grew when we started the business. So it was through the uh, GFC. It went right mm-hmm. up to 1,900 an ounce, and then, you know, when um, yeah, th- th- it just bottomed out. It went from 1,900 to 1,200, and it was a high overhead model, and it ended up being a lot of stores were unviable. And then we had to go through well, the, the way, whole. You, you were out. Through, that was about the America part. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I moved to America and um, ran the American market, and it, globally, we ended up with 830 odd stores. <laughs> And we were doing tens of millions of US dollars turnover a month. We truly have a head on show in the car today. It it was a significant uh, business that we grew. And... um, yeah, then, then it's difficult to fold up a business, but that's another whole story of how, how, how you, <laughs> we'll you sort of wind it down <laughs> and so forth. But we learned a lot through that as well. Yeah. Um, and then when, when that all finished, I took some time off and was thinking, what now? What 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 uh, what do I want to do now? And I, I decided I didn't really want to buy a business that um, was start up again. Well, start up a new business. I wanted to buy an existing going concern, mm. and we looked around. And um, ended up buying a, a business called Techno Gym New Zealand, yeah, which uh, yeah. was a um, an industry I had no real experience with because I wasn't a gym person. Yeah. I like more outdoor activities. Um, but I thought, oh, it could be fun. And uh, we researched the brand and saw it was really big in Europe. And we thought, well, even though it's undersold, very small in New Zealand, surely there's potential if you re- really put the energy and apply, I guess, the principles that we've learned in the previous businesses yeah. into this, then surely we can do well. And that was uh, now six years ago. Wow. Yeah. And I'm yeah, pretty stoked to say that, uh, you know, as a team, we've grown from the revenue it was doing then, which 
It had been in New Zealand for 10 years already, uh, but now we're doing eight to 10 times the revenue wow. of what it was doing uh, six years ago. So congratulations. we feel really uh, wrapped. I want to ask you a question about looking after your staff because my little conversation with you, you, you mentioned this and you touched on this and how important it is to look after your staff. And just let our listeners know what, what the key principles of that is and, um, and how you incentivize them. That was amazing. Yeah, well, we... I mean, I've read a number of books like I'm sure we all have, and one uh, person I really respect is Richard Branson, who talks about, you know, the three uh, key stakeholders in any business, which is the owners, the staff, and the customer. Mm. And it's interesting when you ask that question to people, who's the most important? And he really believes it's your employees who are the most important. And we we definitely subscribe to that. So we invest a lot into our staff and we know it's all about finding the right people and the right seat on the bus to do the right job. And coming back to what I said earlier, that they can spend 80% of their time doing what their strengths are. And that's what we're all about, finding out what they're good at and making sure that they can spend their time doing what they love doing. And uh, we like to set annual team goals where we have a, an annual budget. I don't want to have just the salespeople incentivized, but everyone knows what the goal is and we do a big audacious goal, if you like, and, yeah, and nice. then they get really, really like a major kicker at the end of the year <laughs> with, the, with us achieving a team goal. So it gets everyone inspired about achieving the, the success and, and that of the organization, not just the salespeople. That is so, incredible. I'm excited about you just speaking yeah. about it. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got a good team and, and that, that's the key of what we've done, not so much our personal skills of it's myself and uh, just to touch on, if you like, <clears> I've, uh, I'm now in a, a another relationship and yes. we've uh, uh, probably a big uh, part of Give us. Give her a is, shout out, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Greer, Greer and myself. Uh, we're, we're a fantastic team. We've uh, <laughs> just uh, how's this? We're not only hey, we. <laughs> He loves you. He's a yeah, I love you a lot, babe. And, <laughs> and the thing is, we're, we're, a, we're a great team with business because we complement each other's skills with business, but we're also got a blended family of six daughters. Wow. So, <laughs> so you don't only like big challenges, you like big families too. Yeah. <laughs> and seven females. Which has life. a lot of challenges. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we've never had a harsh word. It's been a fantastic family and Greer's a great partner and she's oh, she's sweet. awesome uh, you know, with mine and her girls with three girls each uh, merged together and now they're between 25 and 17 and yeah. they've all turned out to be delightful girls and so when you, when you guys got together go and, and so when the family first blended how old were the, the range yeah well, we've been together eight years now so they were wow. 18 down to nine wow. right so yeah. you know they're all in our home together <laughs> and there's a lot of female hormones in my house man i've got two daughters yeah. <laughs> how, do you, how do you separate your work life from your private life because i've tried this with my wife and uh yeah we're trying to find that balance. Yeah, it's it's not easy. I mean, you've got to just consciously wear different hats. Yeah. And we make yeah. sure we have romantic time just for us, you know, and, and time that we don't talk business. And when we're at home, we just focus on the family. Um, I mean, it's it's not easy to yes. do, but we try to, you know, wear separate hats for whatever, you know, role that yeah. we're in, if you like. Yeah. Are you listening to Simone, Simone Wyatt? <laughs> <laughs> you've been told. <laughs> 
So coming back to Techno Gym and of course, you know, morphing and from these sort of two other businesses into this third one now. And as you reflect back, what is you know, and obviously some incredible success in Techno Gym. Mm. Um, and I want to sort of, I guess, move on to exactly what you do and I guess and who you do it for. But before we do that, you've had you know eight to ten times greater revenue than what the business ever did in the previous uh, you know ten years before that. What are some of those keys to success? You've got, you know, the the, the, the staff, and we talked about yep. that. What else? Well, a clear vision. I mean, right from we started, we we looked at the market and we could see who the the major competitors were, and um, you know the the size of the industry, and just looked at the the opportunities out there, and we really got a clear vision and, and uh, of what we believed could be achieved. And then we set about a strategy to say, right, what do we need to target? What do we need to do? Who do we need? Yeah. You know, so there was a lot of strategy there. And then uh, what we what we managed to do as we started to get some successes, we really made sure we looked after the customers really well. Right. Really to put everything into them so that they were a huge advocate. And fortunately, our customers have become, you know, such good promoters for us. And yes. we've got so many good friends you know, like, um, you know, right throughout the country that we've been able to develop through this. So so now for Greer and I, we get up and we're excited about going to work. Yeah. I mean, we love it. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's really fun. So That's cool. cool. What does investing everything into your customers look like practically? Can you give us some practical examples of things you have done yeah. to really show your customers how much you, you love them, you appreciate oh, or by service, you know, making sure that you're there all the time because we supply gym equipment and yeah. if something goes down, you got to fix it. So, yeah. you know, we, we make sure our service standards are very high, but probably more of what Guru and I have done is just really treat them well as yeah. people. Mm-hmm. You know, we're friends with a lot of them. A lot of them we get on so well with and, we, you know, I'd consider them close friends. And, uh, it doesn't yeah. seem that hard. No. It's just the, <laughs> the basics of... Just looking after people, the basics, fundamentals yeah. of life. Just be a genuine person yeah. and but let's put yourself in there. Let's be honest, because you know? we're all customers. People who are listening to this today, you're customers of, of different companies. You know, it doesn't always feel like that, does it? When you go to a business that that they just mm. treat you well, yeah. and go the extra mile for you, and, and and try hard for you, right? I mean, absolutely. Really, as a customer, that's all we really want is yep. to know that. You know, who doesn't love that? Yeah, everybody yeah. loves that. Yeah, you, you got it absolutely. Yeah, and uh, that loyal. You know, when 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 someone, I guess, when you're parting with your money, this is what business is really all about. You're parting with your money for a service or a product that you know that the person that's getting that money is 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 giving you, you know, their very best. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And I guess what I love actually is sometimes when things go wrong in business, when the machinery does. The equipment yep. does break down or whatever. You get to prove it. Yeah, you get Absolutely. to prove how much it's an you opportunity. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then loyalty comes on the table, mm-hmm. right? And, for sure. and, and we talked a little bit about obligation, right? I mean, once you've kind of, you know, you, you've gone the extra mile for people, they they feel a bit obliged to stick with you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It could be easy. You know, another supplier comes along, tries to win the business, mm-hmm. and they're like, mm-hmm. nah, that mm-hmm. guy Mark at Techno Gym, you know, he's gone the extra mile for me. We're good friends now, like, yeah, or our whole team. On, yeah. the, on the flip yeah. side of that, you know. We're all human and, and mistakes get made in business. Mm. But if you're that loyal and you give them the customer service and you treat them like a friend, like they're supposed to be treated, they're going to yeah. give you a second chance. Mm. Yeah. 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 So good. 
Now, you supply gym equipment to uh, gyms throughout New Zealand, yep. uh, hotels, mm-hmm. wow. and also um, even home gyms, right? Homes, oh. universities, yep. schools, yeah, yeah huge cool. amount. So yeah. really top quality. Is it Italian, right? Yeah, all Italian made. It's yeah, the, the biggest brand in Europe and the UK. It's equivalent to about a billion dollars in turnover. Wow. So this and is top quality gear. Ferrari yeah. of gym equipment. Yeah, and really good. One of our uh, local neighbours, we, we have a networking group called Business with Locals, mm-hmm. and one of our, our neighbours, of course, is uh, Snap Marangi Bay, yep. uh, who have just recently opened a new wellness uh, place yep. right here, right next door to us. I, uh, I think it's number 32, Constellation mm-hmm. Drive. And uh, one of your customers, right, Lalish and, and Bree and Jeremy and the team there, mm-hmm. uh, you're excited about their new venture and oh, their new wellness centre. Very excited. And, and they're coming back to it, I would say they're all three of them are, I'd consider friends. Yeah. They're wonderful people. So and, and I really love working with them all very much. Mm. And uh, they're, they're creating a, a fantastic setup with group fitness and not just the gym, but, you know, it's a big facility. They've grown from, I think, about 390 square metres to almost 1,000 square metres. So yeah. it's going to be a unique facility, you know, yeah. on the, you know this part of the North yeah. Shore. and. Yeah, I highly recommend if you haven't got along, really get along and check it out. It's, uh, yeah, it is not going to be average gym yeah. at all. And, uh, and more than anything, you'll find they're awesome people. Yeah. You know, just yeah. get in there and they're going to create, you know, they're creating great culture and, uh, yeah, be really yeah, good. The thing about going to gyms where you've sort of, you know, uh, you know, the average person doesn't want to feel like they have to be a, you know, women world class, you know, heavyweight women weight lifting like champion you, like, you. like me you know a lot of people feel threatened around me you know no I'm the one that feels threatened around them um, but you know again you know good high class uh, expertise from their PTs their trainers yeah. um, who can help you if that's what your goals are but for everyday people to go along it's as you say these guys have genuine hearts. They've got a real genuine love for people yep. and uh, and for the industry, you know, and yep. for that sort of health and well, wellness. And the whole centre there is massive. Um, saunas, new saunas mm. gone in there. Um, and there's actually a new uh, professional zone as well where uh, there are, you know, professional people in different aspects of health where you can get specific yeah, help sure. and, and, uh, and consultation. Is a health bomb? Get your smoothies? Yes, yeah, yeah the whole cafe. I'm going to grab a couple of those. So, yeah, so big up to Leash and the team there, eh? Yeah, and and I'd highly recommend, even if you're someone who's never been to a gym before and you're local to it, Mm. get along because, like we said earlier, it's all about creating good habits in your life. Yes. And just about do something each morning, you know, get yourself a little bit fitter, a little bit stronger, a little bit more flexible or whatever, depending on whatever age you're at in your life. It's never too late to start. Look after yourself, yeah. And, you know, one thing I'm hot on at the moment is with all this and COVID and the lockdowns and things is that everything I, I feel around culture is trying to kind of split people apart, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. stay at home, stay yeah. locked up, you know, da, 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 stay behind a mask or whatever it is, whereas human beings aren't designed to do life alone. Nice. Yeah, you got it for we sure. We need community. Yeah. And, and, and the gym or a health wellness uh, space like this is a place of community yeah. and connection. Yeah. Right? Totally On a common, a common passion yeah. that, you know, around fitness and health. It's so strong and so healthy in your life to have that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, mate, we're going to have to move on soon. This has been so gold. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, excuse the pun from your gold business. Yes. But um, is there anything else that you'd love to share with us before we sort of head off? Probably just, I guess, a vision for my future. What spins the wheels for me now 
is uh, just investing back in young people, you know, who are inspired. And I, I see myself being more of a, you know, a coach, you know, a supporter of, I love it when, you know, people might be in their 20s or whatever, younger, that have got excitement, passion and just need need to be, oh, it could be all ages, really. I'll but, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, to be able to assist when someone's got an idea to help yeah. them bring it together yeah. and, you know, so that that's one of the things I'm I'm really excited Give about, back. and whether that be my own children, you know, yeah. or you know other people out there, and it's uh, good job, good yeah, job. So that's yeah, that's so cool, mate. Mm. So, so cool. if there's any young budding entrepreneurs out there <laughs> that are fired up and and have been inspired by your chat mm. today, yeah. can they get hold of you? Sure, get in touch for sure. Techno Gym, what's your, what's your website? Um, yeah, we're technogymnz.co.nz. And the phone's yeah. going to be ringing. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, good. Yeah, of course, so if you're looking much. for quality gym equipment or looking to set up a gym, then, then they're Mark from uh, Techno Gym and, and his team and the guys to chat to. Yeah. So, yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure, right? Absolutely. Rory? Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Awesome, Rory. Absolutely. Yeah, I've pleasure. really enjoyed it. Nah, nah. Good on you, Dan. You're not Cheers. a bad singer either, mate. <laughs> oh, no, definitely not. I wouldn't go far in that area. No one, Greer, eh? you got a bit of a romantic here, mate. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you, Dean, for, I don't know what. Anyways, <laughs> catch up for the next Carpal Honcho. We just want to say thank you to our sponsors. Yeah. Sales Pizza. Yeah, All right. We'll have that tonight. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, guys. To the sound store in Newmarket, thank you for your amazing sound. Sono specialists, please go and check them out. And then, last but not least. No, well, it's Toyota. Look at these wheels, guys. What do you think oh, of our wheels? They're very comfortable, yeah. Amazing. Really good. Lovely Thank you, Toyota. Toyota Islander. Absolute reliable to the max. And, of course, go see the guys down at Albany there. Hayden and the team been there for oh. absolute years looking after clients. Good and, of people, course, man. getting fantastic, um, you know, repeat business because they just do such a good job. So, yeah. anyway, yeah, thanks, guys. If, if you guys want to have your business on the Carpal Honcho, get in touch with us. See you next time. Cheers. Oh,